0: Very warm greetings to all in the name of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Now it's 2023, we are into the second week. Some of us may have made resolutions to do something. Well, very often it is a resolution to be healthier, right? Anyone made that resolution? It may be to be healthier or to do better um, in certain things in life that we need to do. So, now you know that in order for that to happen you need to make changes right and you look back you know that you did not achieve your resolution last year because you did not make changes so changes are part and parcel of being able right to do to attain what we resolve to do now but is that enough we know that it is not we make resolutions to become better but unless unless my friends now, regardless of how, watch, how, how resolved in your heart you are, it doesn't matter um, how desirous you are. It doesn't matter how zealous you are about making that change for the better. You know that it is no use unless all the time, throughout the year, you are very watchful, watching the changes that you put in place, Number one. And also, watching that these changes are not slipping, but going forward and in fact, going stronger. You have to watch. We fizzle out. Why? We have good intentions, zeal in the beginning of the year. Now, one of the failures is not lack of desire, lack of good intentions. The problem is the lack of watchfulness. The lack of watchfulness along the way we lost sight. Along the way we got distracted. Along the way we got derailed. And we didn't even realize it. Now the title this morning is Watching Thereunto. Now our theme for this year is praying always and watching thereunto. Watch praying always and watching thereunto. Taken from Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18. So let us turn there. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18. So it's taken from here praying always, the first part, and watching there unto the second part of the verse. Now last week we saw what praying always meant. What is prayer? Prayer is communion with God. Prayer is coming to God humbly, seeking for His help to live for Him. So that's prayer in a nutshell. Prayer is not just giving a list to God. Prayer is fellowship with God, first and foremost. Now, then always, what is always? Always is a picture where the Christian has basically prayer as a habit of his life. It is a habit. That is why it's always occurring. So these two things, when you put together, is really about a life of prayer. Is habitual. Whatever situation, whatever um, whether you're on holiday, whether you're not on holiday, whether you're sick, whether you're not sick, whether you're very busy in school, at work, in life, it does not matter. It is a normal part of your life, as normal as eating, drinking, breathing. That is always. Now, when you put these two words together, it means a life of prayer. Praying always is about Having a life of prayer. Now, I hope you noticed that I did not say having a prayer life. Having a prayer life, I don't quite like that term personally, all right? Um, maybe I'm pedantic, but I don't quite like the term because... Now, when I was young, I hear people keep telling me, you must have a prayer life, you must have a prayer life. Praying always is having a prayer life. As a young Christian, I... Well, I have a school life, right? I have a home life. I have a... Um, F- life with friends, and then I interpreted it as, well, I have all this life and I must include one more thing called the prayer life. Now, what is the problem with that? As a result, when I am with friends, when I'm studying, when I'm, and even when I came out to work, I just made sure that, well, I have this life and doing all these things, my pursuit and all that, this is my life. And also, I added one more part now as a Christian, having prayer in my life. Now praying always is not that. It's not having a prayer life. Another thing attached to your other parts of many other parts of your life. It is a life of prayer. Means your whole life is characterized by prayer. Your work life is a prayer life. Your home life, your life in school, your life as a senior, whether it is in a nursing home or whether it's at home. Whatever, wherever, your life, wherever, in whatever whatever faith is characterised by prayer. A prayer life. So the Christian, I think more accurately, must have a prayer life. A a, a life of prayer, right? Not the other way around. Now with that, we have to learn now. We know that the, the normal Christian life, is a life of prayer. Prayer is, as we studied last week, very quick revision, prayer is the power source of Christian living. That is why God says, come to my throne of grace to find help in time of need. Your walk with God is dependent, is directly proportional to your life of prayer. How much prayer do you have in your life? Why do you keep falling into sin? Why do you keep um, getting waylaid in your life? Because of the lack of power. It's a Christian source of power. It's the church's source of power. But not only that, prayer we see in scriptures is the pleasure, the, the pleasure that God brings into your life. You are discomforted, you are weary, you are depressed, you are sad. Now, very often it's because, like, this, like the hymn writer writes, right? What a friend we have in Jesus. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Why do we have all these problems in our lives, in our hearts? You deprive yourself of that pleasure in God's presence. The Christian derives power. The Christian derives joy of living. in this one thing, prayer. Hence God says the Christian must pray without ceasing without ceasing now with that now we ask well after last week's message some of you may feel yes now i understand prayer i want to have that in my life in 2023 and beyond this must be my new way of living now like the example i gave in the beginning you can start with all that desire but unless you miss out the second part where God says, watching thereunto, you will fail, you will fail, you will fail. So what is watching thereunto? Now, watching thereunto simply means you must be very conscious. When someone is watching something, he's conscious of it. He's attentive to it, all right? Consciousness, attentiveness, having a heart that is concerned about about what about prayer about prayer just like you said I want to be healthier this year how to prevent you from fizzling out you are very conscious you watch attentively deliberately is Jim still consistent in my life am I letting other things crowd out what I've resolved to increase exercise in the gym. Have I allowed that to happen? You see, you're watching all the time. So what is this watching thereunto? Now, thereunto is, is prayer, watching about this thing itself. Thereunto means this thing itself, watching this thing in itself. And the thing itself, it's the subject in discussion is prayer a life of prayer this life of prayer must be something that you keep watching keep being very conscious of it asking yourself is this occurring my friends is this occurring in your life since the day you were saved has it is it a life of prayer if not then you say it's not occurring hey i'm watching it's not occurring i need to do something number one Watching what else? Number two, watching whether is it slipping? It is slipping. Is it consistent? Watch that. Your life of prayer. Is it is it consistent? And the third one, is all aspects of prayer present? Alright, just like you want to be healthy, you don't just exercise your forearm. The whole body. Prayer also has many aspects. Are every aspect present and consistent? And I am NOT letting anything distract me from it now that is the meaning of watching there too. so a life of prayer praying always now you have to watch it now you know some people when they fall sick with a major illness maybe cancer or or whatever it is all right then they get better maybe fully cured or maybe major, majorly cured You know that they become very watchful right they become very watchful they begin to implement certain things in their life healthier eating proper sleeping right exercise they implemented and because these were the ones who experienced, they know the importance because they've experienced when they when they did not have health how terrible it was they become they watch they watch not not they watch their health you say what you mean watch my health they watch what they do to contribute to that ongoing health, like a hawk, you know, watching something like a hawk. People say watch like a hawk. Hawk, the head sticks forward, and then the eyes is piercing, and then he just watch. He just keep watching wherever it goes. It doesn't take his eyes off. Now, people who have experienced that, they watch all the things that they need to do like a hawk. And not only that, they do not let anything now become higher priority. They know that this is priority now. In the past, they love to go out late at night. They love to eat anything. They do anything. All right, stay up late. They don't do it anymore. They watch it. I don't care if it means a lot to me. It doesn't mean a lot to me anymore. I make that second priority. Now, watching, watching. All right, so, Christian, that is the meaning of watching thereunto. In a nutshell, keeping close tab of your life of prayer. That is what it is. Keeping close step of it never letting it out of your sight always asking yourself questions about it simply put together that is what it means now then from this passage we say then then pastor watch what just like someone who who wants to have wants to regain his health want to be healthy from now onwards you want your spiritual your life of prayer to be healthy from now onwards just like you ask the doctor doctor what should i watch what is important in order to maintain a good health what is important? To maintain a good, strong prayer life of prayer. What is it? Well, from, t- look at your scriptures. All right? We want to learn the four A's about what to watch. What to watch for. Four A's. All right? So, student, you get one A, and then parents say, "Wow, double A, triple A, quadruple A. All right? The four A's to help you remember from this passage. Now... The first A, all right. The first A with when you look at your scriptures, praying always. Now, with all prayer, God did not say praying always with prayer, but with all prayer. You see, what is all prayer? Prayer has different aspects, all right. So the first A is what to watch. All prayer. What is all prayer? The aspects of prayer. There are different aspects in our lives. So you must watch these aspects. Now, what is, what is first one of it? Well, there are four Cs, all right, four Cs in these aspects. The first C, the aspect of closet prayer. You have to watch it like a hawk. Closet prayer is in the Bible. Christ, when the disciple asked them, asked him. Now teach us to pray. And what did he say? After the preamble, he says in Matthew 6 6, but thou when thou prayest, enter into thy closet. Notice two things, two things. When thou prayers, in other words, God expects it. He said, Enter, enter into your closet. Closet prayer is something that God expects. And therefore we must watch it. Alright? So you say, I want to watch my life of prayer. The first see your closet prayer let me ask you is it present do you have a closet prayer I said what's a closet prayer right I don't have a closet what is it about maybe some Christians are not aware of that now closet prayer is part of your quiet time is say, what's quiet time why is it called quiet time it's a time where you quietly settle your heart and you set apart a time quietly to be quiet with the Lord Quiet doesn't mean you don't speak. You don't pray. All right. Now it is a personal time that is set apart to be with God. That is what it is, and it is something that not just time, but a time and a place. All right, a time as the best is there is a place as well. Time definitely must be set apart. But say my house is very small, very busy, and Well, well find a place that you can truly be seriously praying that is closet prayer it's a serious time of prayer uninterrupted with God as part of your quiet time quiet time consists of reading the Bible and praying we studied last week already all right praying is part of a needed part of the of reading the word now it is a aim that you must have every day so don't think quiet time uh, closet prayer is something that you have once a week closet prayer is something that you must watch that you have every day just like you watch every day that you eat just like you're unwell and then you recover and your doctor say now this particular pill I expect you to take it every day then you watch it every day you're very mindful of it so closet prayer is one of the things we must watch so aim at least once a day, my friends, whatever is the t- best time of the day for you. It's often desirable to be first thing in the morning because that is your, your deliberate, serious prayer time with God, towards God, and then you go out into the world to face your school, to face your work, to face your family, work li- your family life. Now, prayer is something that A closet prayer is a time where you give undivided attention to communing with God. Undivided attention. So the closet prayer, the reason why God says enter into your closet. He's not saying you must build a closet. But the point is this. It is where you shut out the world. You shut out distraction. You shut out people. And just have undivided serious communion with God that is closet prayer now when you want to be healthy you know it's not going to happen unless you implement something if this is not in your life you must implement it because God says watch there unto this is one of the area of watching develop that all right you may feel that uh, I don't know it's, it's difficult you people don't like to swallow the bitter pill but they know it is necessary you start to develop that habit is there a habit in your life now of course if you are not a child of God if the Lord Jesus Christ is not your Lord and your God and your Savior then you can go into the closet you can pray but it's no use it's no use this is a time where the Lord says, enter into your closet and, what do you say? And say this and pray this. Our Father which art in heaven, unless Christ, unless God is your Father, unless you have come to Christ, the Father through Christ, you do not have this privilege. You will not know this joy. You will not know this comfort. You will not know this power that that is present in prayer. Turn to the Lord Jesus Christ today. Ask him to wash away your sins. Ask him to save you. Repent of your sin and follow after him. All right, That is, then you start your prayer life. You can't pray yourself into salvation. As in, you just have a religiously followed, religiously uh, um, 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 done practice prayer life and you think you'll be saved? No. it's coming to Christ for forgiveness. Repent and follow him. All right, That is, that is where it begins. Now then... The last thing about this closet prayer is this. Now, the whole point and the whole idea is you have to interrupt your routine. How do you watch something and make it happen? You have to stop something and then insert it. Closet prayer, if it's not present, or if it is present but it is very um, short, you have to say, this time, this place is broken up. I will not let anything interrupt me. Your phone rings ignore it god you are speaking with god now it's a true story about a minister he was praying and then a pastor was praying and then the the mayor came to knock on his door and then the wife told the mayor i'm sorry um he's very occupied now the mayor was shocked who is more important in this town than me i'm the mayor he said i'm I'm sorry but if you want you can wait in the sitting room for him but but he's occupied with someone very important what it was his closet prayer time he is speaking with the king of kings now that is our attitude unless you have that attitude about prayer you're not keen to watch you will let many things interrupt you housewives when you are at home make sure you set apart closet prayer time because it's understandable so many things to get done for the day and many things that you don't expect they explode as well all right Child falls sick and all that. But remember, what's the meaning of watching thereunto? What about watching your closet prayer? Meaning you have to trust God, learn to put aside, settle down. God, this is my serious time of communion with you. I block everything out. You must watch it like a hawk. When I, I repeat, when, the, when they asked, the Lord, teach us to pray, that was the thing that God started with closet prayer now then the next c well it is i try to keep it C's to help you remember so it's clan prayer right clan prayer. You know what's clan prayer family prayer your family clan comes together family prayer those who are married those who have children or those who have christian siblings all right coming together as a family to pray is very useful now parents do you have family prayer with your family? In your family worship, part of it, family prayer. Now, it doesn't matter. You may be elderly now, and then your, your son is grown up already. You never heard that. It's time to implement that. In the scripture, you will see from the Old Testament how the children of Israel, how close they are with the family. The word and prayer is something that God says, make it so present in your life, a normal part of your life. Now, parents, if you're distant with your children, children, if you're distant with your parents, you know, the maxim, that is very true. A family that prays together, stays together. It's very true. Now, prayer, family prayer is a time, if you watch carefully, it's a time where children, they open up their hearts to you. Daddy, please pray for this. I'm struggling with this sin. It's not a time of judgment. They know we are coming to pray. I can ask my family to help me. I'm struggling with computer games. I'm struggling with um. um, um um, addiction to the media I'm, whatever it is it is time where you share prayer requests and you bring together as a family to God for help parents likewise please pray for daddy please pray for mommy I have a bad temper or is it not a time of judgment it's a time where we openly share and we plead to God for help that is why a family that prays together stays together It's a very powerful concept in scriptures family prayer the clan do you have that? Is it uncomfortable? In the beginning, yes, uncomfortable. You've never done it for so long. Husband and wives, do you pray together? That is the minimum. You say, have you grown up elderly Christians already known it? Well, then you miss a very great, critical, important, and great privilege to pray together as husband and wives. So the clan prayer all right the clan prayer and then the next one is well church prayer obviously the bible calls the house of god one of the name of the house of god is a house of prayer the reason why he gave it that name is to say then come all right now what are you doing on tuesday nights this is the house of prayer god says watch watch and pray Now, very, it is so common, so often, you read in the New Testament, again and again, you find that the people of God were gathered together in prayer. In Acts chapter 2, the first thing, the first church that was mentioned, the New Testament church, what were they gathering? They were gathering to pray. Very common thing. A normal thing. They understood that we must watch prayer together as covenantal people. This church prayer is important. Every time you read, an apostle got captured or apostle got beaten when, and when they were released what do you find the people doing they were in church or someone's house praying the church the people of god coming together to pray is something that is a normal part of the life now if church attendance in in terms of praying coming for prayer meeting is not a normal part of your life god says watch Is it just certain prayer, your closet prayer? No. Look at your scriptures. Praying always with all prayer. As long as you find that practice in scriptures, do it. It's part of the all prayer. And watch it carefully. If it is a night that you tend to go out with friends, do certain things, God say, well, watch it. Just like you change your habit, you say, now I used to go out on Tuesday night to well, just go out late, sit with people, and then chit-chat, and then have, not have enough sleep. You say, now nah, I must take care of my health. You call them say, sorry, I'm not coming anymore. You make those changes, and then you watch it, right? So the same, when God says all prayer, part of church gathering together to pray, is a very common part of prayer life. You've been a Christian for a long time. Do you go to the church prayer meeting? If not, then you must implement it now because God says watching thereunto unto with all prayers. Now, the next one, all right? The next one is, um, okay, I would like to say a lot more about prayer of the church, uh, prayer in church, but I do want to say this And before I move on. Now, church prayer meetings is a designated time of prayer for God's people together to pray for God's kingdom, to pray for God's people. So when you come to pray, please pray earnestly it is not just being present all right pray earnestly repetition is never the problem God says don't pray vain repetitions we come every Tuesday maybe some of you feel every Tuesday we pray for the same things for the church same things for for the ministry every week is the same thing why come repetition is not the problem vain repetition is the problem means you don't mean you don't think so when you come for church prayer meeting that's very good but don't have, you don't have vain repetition. Mean what you pray. Now you're watching your church prayer life, not only being there, but watching how you pray. Now the next one. Well, now it comes to the next C. Ceaseless prayer. Ceaseless prayer. Because God says, men ought, ought to so pray and not faint. And he said, pray without ceasing. So ceaseless prayer. Now you have your private Set apart closet prayer time. Elderly, if you don't have that, it's the most wonderful thing you can put into your life. Students, your public holiday, your school holidays now. You say, I'm bored. Well, you have a lot of time for your closet prayer. Now, so you have your private prayer, then your private family prayer. Now then, this is public prayer in church. Church prayer. But then you also have this ceaseless prayer. means whether in private or whether in public, you are constantly in a spirit of prayer. What is this all Praying always with all prayer. Now, the overarching one is really pray without ceasing. You say, how can I pray without ceasing? You know, I'm talking to you, I'm listening to you, I'm, I'm driving, I'm studying. Now, praying, praying without ceasing simply means you must do everything in life. You must do everything in life with prayer. Whether you're cooking, whether you're studying, whether you're working, whether you're Resting, whether you are going to serve God, whether you're going to start studying your, your, your school homework, whether you're going to start doing a project at work, whether you're going to start reading God's Word. Everything, every single thing is bathed with prayer. That is what it means. It's constantly speaking with God. God, I'm going to do this. What should I be careful of? God, please help me in this. And please help me to be a good testimony for you when I reach school right so god says pray without ceasing means don't leave your prayer closet and say yay i'm done and then your mind goes everywhere no god says men or men should must you must pray without ceasing meaning to say always be communing with the lord in your heart well some of you young people you know that idea when you have a good friend you're always with a friend you're always talking with a friend speaking with a friend listening to the friend now that is one of the prayer that god says we must have one aspect Pray without ceasing. Always giving thanks in your heart, right? You reach work, give thanks. You go up the car before you start driving, pray. Lord, keep me safe, right, so that I can reach work to be a testimony for you. Lord, bring us to church safely. Before you do anything, pray in your heart. When you reach the destination, thank God. When you reach work, when you finish, when you, before you start, pray. When, you, when you're done with work, Give thanks. When you're in between doing your work or or doing your school um, activities, in your heart, always, always engaged in your heart with God, not someone who is out of sight, out of mind. Let God be the first person you speak to when you get up. In the morning, the moment you open your eyes, Lord, I thank you that you gave me another day to live for you. And then you pray, Lord, keep me from sinning. Lord, help me to keep my quiet time today. You let God be the last person you speak to before you fall asleep. And when you lie in bed and you cannot sleep, speak with God. When you are trying to sleep, speak with God. When you are resting, speak with God. You see, God says praying with all prayers. This is one of the kind of prayer, ceaseless prayer. Now you may find that it is very strange. It is very strange because we don't do it. But God says men are always to pray and not faint. And God says pray without ceasing. Means God says this is supposed to be your very normal life. What we are living and having is a very abnormal life. Don't have this idea. I'm in church. And I'm in church, you'll be fine, right? Even in church, even in church, Lord. Please help me to understand your word. Lord, please work in my heart. Lord, please convict me of sin. Lord, please comfort me, strengthen me to live for you. Always in prayer. Doesn't mean in church you don't pray anymore, all right? It's something that always occurs in your heart. Now, so that is the four aspects. All prayers. These are the four kinds of prayers you find in the Bible, the aspects, all right? generally speaking now then we come to the second a so the first thing watch the aspects do you have all of them if you don't implement what is missing if you have them ask is it slipping is something distracting me if it is watch it and deal with it through the year now then the next one the next watching is about the attitude The attitude in prayer, besides having the aspects, have the attitude. Look at your verse 18. God tells us the attitudes. So you may pray, you may have a life of prayer, but watch your attitude. Now, number one, so he says, praying with all prayers and supplication, all prayer and supplication. Prayer and supplication. God uses two different words, right? in bible there's prayer there's supplication there's um, petition there is asking many different greek words for prayer but here god chooses two prayer and supplication in there actually you will find the attitude of prayer because both kind of prayers have talks about different things different attitude now prayer this word here prayer is more a general word denoting communing with god and approaching god all right and that he is the high and the holy God. It is like worship. It is like, um, in fact, any kind of prayer. This is like a catch of all kind. But it, it is more dwelling with having a communion with the high and holy God. What is our attitude in prayer? We must prepare our hearts carefully, especially in closet prayer. Prepare your heart and have a clear thought about who you are approaching. Then you will treasure your closet prayer. Then when the phone rings, alright, you are very ready to say later. Alright? Later. Or your husband or your wife say, um there, can you please bring uh, the, the water bottle down? Alright? You don't answer. You, because prayer is You in the presence communing with the King of Kings so the attitude of reverence in other words every prayer yes our father but God but Christ say say, our father oh the closeness but he adds which are in heaven to remind us this father of yours is in heaven means he is a high and holy God there must be reverence so God says praying praying right Now the second attitude, besides reverence, is found in the word supplication. All right? What is supplication? Now supplication is, is pleading, begging, all right, imploring. Means it is an attitude of humility. All right? So this word, when used, is to show someone going to someone very high, kneeling down, prostrate on his face, and say, please, I am nobody, I can't do any. I have nothing, I need help. Can you, would you be, be pleased to hear me? This is the meaning of supplication. So it's one that pleads earnestly. Now then it means this. We must not pray with a cold a cold and lifeless heart when you are at prayer meeting let me ask you when someone else is praying what is happening in your heart wondering thoughts now you must realize now god said watch watch your attitude when you come to supplicate when someone else is praying follow the words and you in your heart is saying this the same words to god you're pleading all right, now, all right, it's time to pray, then you cross your leg, then you lean back and maybe take a nap, snooze off a bit, it's okay. It's the person to pray, turn to pray anyway. No, it's, it's always this, this burning in your heart. Please, Lord, please. Now, when our heart, when our cry, when our prayers in our closet prayer is one that is um, without, without um, joy, without the flame of love without the flame of adoration is not supplication, right? Is one that sometimes we have this attitude. Well, God, this is your your church, right? This is your people, right? This is your work, right? So, yeah, ask, us uh, ask, so don't do it, uh, please. This is not supplication. Supplication is is really prostrate and begging God. That is the attitude. Oh Lord. This is your work. This is your glory. This is your name. I plead with you, Lord. Lord, the nursing homes are closed. Lord, the the souls there do not have your word. I plead with you, Lord. You plead. All right? As if it is the most important thing. That is the attitude. Now, next attitude. Let's look. The attitude we must watch. In the spirit. Right? Praying and supplication. Or prayer and supplication. In the spirit. That is the next thing. In the spirit. Now, it's not an attitude of doing it in the flesh. You must be always conscious. It is, prayer is always in the Spirit. It means seeking the help of the Holy Spirit to pray. God says that. He will give you the Holy Spirit. He, the Holy Spirit will help you to pray, will guide you in your prayers. The Holy Spirit will bring to remembrance the thing that you need to pray for. So do not pray, Lord Um, Pray without also depending on the Holy Spirit. We are here not talking about praying in tongues, right? We covered that before. Praying in the Spirit is not about praying in tongues. It is dependent on the Spirit's strength and guidance. Now, friends, if you do that, you'll be surprised at your prayer. I often tell God in my prayer, God, I wish I can preach like I pray. When I pray... The thoughts of scriptures, the understanding of what I should pray for, just flows in a way which I see the purpose and the glory of God in so different ways. Then I know that when God says the Spirit of God helps us in our infirmities to pray, it is so true, all right? So it is something that you must do, pray in the Spirit. That's the attitude, not fleshly Depending on your own strength if you do that it's a waste of time it's a waste of time when you pray in the spirit you'll be surprised how the Holy Spirit will begin to show you your sins convict you you suddenly realize I did that that day I said that that day now I suddenly remember that is bad that according to the word of God that is sinful I should not have the attitude or that thought or that desire or that way of doing things that was sinful See, the Holy Spirit will bring sins to your heart. You confess, repent, change. These things must be things that you experience for yourself. Now, then the next attitude. Look at here. Watching thereunto with all perseverance. Now, let's look at the word watching first. Let's look at the word watching. Now, the word watching actually means this. It means sleepless. You are so attentive to something, you are so concerned about something, that you will forego sleep for it. Now, many of you know, the word watch in the Bible can mean, the, 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 like we get the English name Gregory, right? Gregory. This is not that Gregory word. This is a different word. This has an emphasis of a consciousness, a attentiveness, a concern, a carefulness to the point where you will neglect sleep. That is the attitude. What is your attitude towards examination? It's exam time, right, young people? You will forego sleep in order to cram, to finish your studies so that you get good results. You understand that concept of watching. That you might say, go to sleep. No, 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 I got to watch this, you know. There's so many things to do. You willingly forego sleep. Maybe some of you for certain project at work, certain things you want in life. You willingly, readily watch it, focus on it, your business, whatever, and you will forego sleep. Now, this is the word. So, Christian, when it comes to watching our prayer life, you must be ready. I reach home today, I'm tired. My heart is full of of heaviness. So much to do. These things to be done. All the problems. You must watch. Be watchful and remember. Well, then if it means tonight I have less sleep, then so be it. I cannot go without prayer. This is the meaning of watching. The attitude in watching. I cannot. Lord, I cannot. I shared with you last week, right? It's purportedly often told that Martin Luther, the busier he is, he said, Now, the busier the day is, I will wake up earlier because I dare not face the world not having prayed at least two, three hours. That is Him. Now, our Lord, our Lord made it very clear. Our Lord spent many days in His life on earth, many occasions. You read our Lord's prayer life. It's often He went into the wilderness and slept. No, it's always He went into the wilderness and prayed overnight prayed the whole night he that is his attitude towards prayer he was very busy on earth after a very long busy day he did not have time for his closet prayer did he say ah this one exception no he watched it he watched it If did it my closet prayer did not occur today i will go somewhere else now even to the point where he will try to evade the people so that he can go away to pray to his father in heaven that is God on earth so friends that attitude of i cannot do without this and if i need to sacrifice sleep i i will do it the attitude now then the next one with all perseverance with all perseverance not just perseverance all perseverance you notice the word all occurs all over the place here right all 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 all, all. always all, all all not just perseverance but all perseverance now perseverance means persistence right you do not give up i mentioned many times because we do not watch this one problem is it continuing in my life that is where we fizzle out now the attitude towards a life of prayer first to ask is it there if it's not there i got to start it if you have started it i must persist all prayer all, pers- all perseverance means this whether you are sick or well, whether you're on holiday or not on holiday. See, when a holiday is, ah, let's relax. No, persevere. Your flesh may not like to pray when you're sick. You still have to persevere. See, God says perseverance is one of the key things in watching. You know that for those of you who go to the gymnasium, you you become fitter, you become healthier. You know how important it is to keep your... What? Routine, right? Your routine. Sometimes you say, hey, do you want to go for for this or that? No, 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 no. I need to go to the gym. It's my routine. I don't want anything to break it. Or even when you had a long and tiring day at work, when you reach home, you say, I need to persevere. Did you feel like it? No. You still force yourself. I got to, right? So I told you I've been having some back problems and the doctor says I have to do my back exercises so now when I'm preparing this is just just like what I have to do I have to try and I do all this planking three times a day for how long and all that I don't feel like doing it last night just before going to sleep it was already very late all right past midnight and I still know I didn't do my third set yet persevere i know if i don't do it the next day my muscles will be weaker i I notice that every day if i miss one session or i miss one day i don't do it on the lost day right I, i miss one day the next day when i do it i can feel it's weakened already it's weakened already i can't hold my plank for 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 the for the length of time that i'm used to same when god says when you watch your prayer life no matter what it is, with all perseverance, don't, give any, don't let your flesh give you any excuses. Praying always is important. Watching thereunto is what keeps you going. Now, my friends, I ask you this, honestly. Since last week's message, while well, some of you, praise the Lord, you walk up to me and say, well, that was really needed. Some of you said on Tuesday night, well, I really want to make this change in my life. All right. And some of you say, well, you know, this, is, this is something that is long overdue in my life. That's good. God has spoken to you of the importance of a life of prayer. But let me ask those of you who said that, or those of you who had that had that stirring from God, did anything change? Did anything change? Do you understand why God has to give this injunction, watching thereunto? Because it's very easy To say it is also easy to say and then implement but let me ask you since last week till now since what you said till now has it been consistent did you persevere that is the question if not then you say oh now I understand the problem God have given me the solution don't give myself any excuse or perseverance even if it is exam time even whatever it is a very busy period at work all perseverance now the attitudes have been covered now quickly what about then well one of the attitude i hope that we remember now with all perseverance this is one area that we really need to persevere well. So wandering thoughts wandering thoughts you kneel down you pray and then your mind oh forgot to hang out the clothes oh forgot to text someone about this oh forgot to this and that and this that right wandering thoughts or you pray halfway then you say oh that, 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 someone said this and oh maybe I want to go right wandering thoughts praying is a reverential act persevere in that reverence or perseverance if your thought wanders, bring it back confess to God God I'm so sorry I'm communing with the king of kings and my mind went everywhere please forgive me help me by Thy spirit to pray pray aloud if you want to it helps me a lot pray aloud i'm not simply at the top of your voice means the, let the words come out then you're always following your words persevere in focus all right don't have wandering thoughts if you have ask god to help you he will help you now then the next a all right so we have the a the aspect watch the aspects Then we have watched the attitude now we have to watch the areas what areas because god tells us to now look at here verse 18 now perseverance and supplication for all saints for all saints now this is one of the included area it is not just praying for yourself what areas do i pray for lord god says please include all saints all believers so christian it is not good enough If you have a consistent prayer life, closet prayer and all that, but in your closet prayer, in your public prayer, God says, make supplication for all sins and persevere in that, all sins. Now family, when you have family prayer, teach your children not to just keep requesting prayer for themselves, for the family, for the relatives. Ask them to make prayers for all sins. What about your friend in church? What about other Christian friends you have? Include, Teach them to include all saints. Watch them in that area. What about yourself? Is that present? Say, no, I'll pray for myself. Done. Pray for my wife. Done. Pray for my children. Done. Now, one of the things about prayer that is useful is this. Have a plan. Have a plan before you pray. I have... Eight things that I pray every day. All right, eight things that always make sure is there. So I do not go to prayer. Then oh yeah, did I didn't nothing to pray for. What to pray for? Eight areas, eight areas. All right, that I make sure are there every day. I have a plan. So when you kneel down, you you know where you're going with God. Just like when you go and talk to someone important. You find it very scary very difficult but once you have a plan you know what you want to cover one after another you start talking to God and you go one point after another right have a plan don't go to God mindlessly he is the high God in heaven God says let your words be few God is in heaven your father is in heaven your heavenly father and God says let your words be few in other words let your words be be purposeful not not wondering and well, i feel like saying this to you right you don't talk like that to someone important so have a plan have a list of names that you pray for all right now we have the church prayer list the prayer booklet you can split it up monday these items tuesday these items wednesday these items same for the family you don't have to pray the whole booklet well of course seniors, you have the whole day repetition is not the problem don't say Tuesday I'm going to pray that already no point repeating now Now, actually I missed out one of the attitude when I wrote that in pastoral today importunate prayer perseverance perseverance means importunate you keep at it you keep asking until God answers so please read the pastoral I have no time to cover that here importunate prayer persevering persistent God gave many examples in the Bible I wrote it in the pastoral so have a list. It's not repetition, it's never the problem. Keep earnestly pleading for all these areas. You have no nothing short to pray for when you pray for all the saints. Now then here is something that I am very concerned for BPCWA. Will we have Prayer warriors in the future. We have some prayer warriors in our church. Prayer warriors means this, all right? There are people that really do battle on their knees for the church. We have some of them here, right? We know they are they are genuine. They earnestly plead for the church. They are very concerned for the church. They love the church of God. They love the kingdom of God. They love the work of God. They love all this, and they pray for peace and they pray for unity and they pray for the work of God to progress and not be disrupted. They are earnest. They are genuine now but majority of the prayer warriors in our church are seniors maybe there is some young ones i hope so that i do not know of but they are the seniors some of them they're very old already they are very sick multiple cancer multiple but they're always daily praying for the church praying for the pastor praying for the session praying for the congregation all the saints they do that will you young people listen carefully this is one area that you must build up in your life because the, the baton of prayer will be passed to you. Every time Moses' hand dropped, the children of Israel lost the battle. They were fighting, fighting, winning, winning, winning. When Moses' hands, raising up hands of prayer, the moment it's so tight, he drops. Loose, 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 loose. Go up. Victory, victory, victory again. Right, to the point where the others have to hold it up prop it up what was the picture to the children of israel moses is very important no they always they could see moses and moses had to be on top high up on the mountain and they see goes down we lose goes up god was teaching the children of israel a very important lesson it is not you it is not your skill it's not your ability that the work of israel will forward that you will have victory It is not even Moses because if Moses is up there fine right but Moses hand must be raised in prayer to God now Christian will we have people that will still be prayer warriors will the church be sound use of God it depends on that teach your children to be prayer warriors teach them to pray for the work of God that is what we need it is not all about yourself now, young person, I hope you're stirred in your heart. Lord, let me be that. Let me be that prayer warrior. No one need to know, right? Don't come and The Pastor, I'll be the prayer warrior. In your heart, Lord, let me be that one. You do the greatest work. Some of the elderlies who are prayer warriors, say, Pastor, I'm old, I can't do much anymore, I'm so sorry. I said, please don't say that. Of all the people, you are doing the most for the church because I know you are upholding the church before the living god you are doing the most important work and doing the most powerful thing for the church so christian you must know that why do you think christ prayed overnight why do you think christ before he selected the apostles christ knew all the hearts of the people but why must he still pray because that is how god works he prayed overnight before he appointed the apostles and he is god so dear friends housewives would you be that prayer warrior now we have to move then the last one the aims the aims the last a is the aims all right so the first one the aspects do you have all these aspects are you watching them the second one is the attitude what is your attitude the third one is well what are the areas are you only very selfish are you concerned about the kingdom of god and then but what is the aim of prayer Because you spend time praying. You pray for people, and so on, and yourself. But what is the aim of that prayer? You must be clear. Now when God says praying for supplication for all the saints, the saved ones, now this is the closing of Ephesians, the closing book of Ephesians. Paul began the book of Ephesians making clear to you and I why God made us saints. Saints means saved ones, all right? Separated unto God, we are saved saints are those who are saved why does god save you why does god want to save people to pray then now please turn to ephesians chapter one why did god choose you and save you chapter one verse four according as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love so god says i chose you i save you now but what is it for verse six to the praise of the glory of his grace to the praise of God's glory. That is why God saved you and make you a saint. Now, then you look at verse 12. Now, he repeats that, that we should be to the praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ. What is the point of saving you? That you will glorify God. That is why God saved you. And therefore, the end purpose of praying for the saints, yourself or others, it's always that, Lord, give them this. Lord, help them in this. Lord, enable them in this so that they will fulfill the purpose that you have for their life. Don't pray for your child to be a doctor, a lawyer, a teacher, a, a musician, whatever it is. I'm not saying those are sinful. But that is not the end purpose of prayer. Pray that there will be godly men and women that will live lives that will glorify God. Even now, God intends for P- His people to be everywhere. Right? it can be a cleaner, it can be a minister. It is not the position that matters. It is whether when you are there in God's will, you will live a life that glorifies Him. So why do we pray? Why do we pray for everyone, anyone? And so that at the end, and that so that God, please heal my child. So that. It will have strength concentration in church to listen to your word and to grow and to pay attention during family worship and learn and grow lord heal my child for that lord heal me lord heal my husband lord heal my mother my father why why what is the purpose what's the aim remember watch the aim watch the aim now dear friends i hope that you do not Just take this as well. That's an informative session. Maybe some parts are interesting. This is not something that is optional in the believer's life. It is something that you have to watch. Make sure it happens. Make sure it persists. If it's faltering and slipping, act. And don't let anything to give you any excuse to say, I cannot have such a life of prayer because whether you will have the power to live for God whether you will have the joy of living for God is very dependent on this one thing that God says do without ceasing did you think to pray did you think that is what it is watching did you think to pray let us rise to sing the closing hymn 362 362, did you think to pray? 362, let us rise, 362.